Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hola, buenos dias, buenos <laughs> tardes, buenos noches. Welcome to the Victory Point Pie. They're just rolling their eyes at me. If you didn't uh, listen to yesterday's uh, episode, then what I just did probably didn't make sense because uh, I don't normally speak Spanish. Uh, I don't really speak Spanish at all. But I know those things thanks to Mrs. Bird, Senior Bird back at Zealand High School. But I, um, I'm trying to open uh, each episode differently than I guess I normally do. So they're going to regret telling me yeah. that. So um, anyways, well, welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for coming back. Uh, today is Wednesday, and we're going to start uh, John, uh, and we kind of transition and finish up the story about um, the man being born blind. And now we're going to transition to another story that we're going to spend the next two days kind of focusing on. Um but on Wednesdays, we usually have our guests share kind of how they're using the gifts God has given them in uh, whether it's a victory point or in the community or in their workplace or school. So uh, would you lovely ladies be willing to share how, how you're using God's gifts? Sure. Um, well, thinking about being here at VP, um, I love to be a part of the worship team and um, enjoy yeah, playing the keyboard and singing and um yeah, just being a part of that community. Um, really, really thankful to be able to do that. And then um, we're also a part of an MC and just loving that as well. Um, just really having community with a smaller group of people that we're getting to know better. And um, I've just been really grateful for that. In this last year, um, still feel like we're kind of getting to know each other, but also able to go deeper and deeper. And um, mm. yeah, it's been really awesome. Thankful. So any people in our MC, shout out to you. We love you all very much. We're very grateful for you. And most of our MC has been on the podcast with me the past year. So that's another thing about MC. You can rope people into helping you in the podcast. So, um, but that's been great getting to know them. So, Lori, what about you? How do you use the gifts God's given you? Yeah, um, I, too, sing on the worship team, um, which I love to do because um, I love singing. And I God has given me this gift to sing and love using using that. Um, I also uh, I serve um, in KidZone, uh, mainly in the pre-K room, um, which also, like, my God has given me, giving me like a love for kids. Like I love kids so much. Um, like all young age is my forte. Um, and I love just um, teaching them just about the word and like just about God. And um, their response to it is awesome too. Like you would never think like a preschooler or like younger um, would have amazing like responses like they do. But like it's, it's awesome to yeah. see them. So yeah. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for both of you for sharing your gifts that way and, you know, being uh, um, a front row seat to both of you. Uh, it's been fun to see how God uses you um, and just his faithfulness to his plan through the two of you. So mm -hmm. thank you for that. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So we're going to jump into John 10, 1 through 21. But it was interesting as I was looking at this and looking at the footnotes, um, it said uh, in my footnotes that really um, to understand what Jesus is sharing in this next chapter, um, you have to read it within the context or remember what we just talked about yesterday in um, nine, uh, John 9. 
9, 35 through 41, where Jesus is talking about um, how the Pharisees are blind and they're leading people astray. And so he's now digging deeper into that um, and trying to really point out what his role is and how um, the Pharisees or others might be um, taken away from that. So that'll make more sense as we read this. But I just thought that was interesting that we have to think about what we read yesterday as we read today. So uh, John 10, uh, 1 through 21. <clears throat> I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall um, of a sheepfold, rather than going through the gate, must surely be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Those who heard Jesus use the illustration, uh, use this illustration didn't understand what he meant, so he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me were thieves and robbers, but the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes, I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. They will come and go freely and will find good pastures. The thief's purpose is to st steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't care, really care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me, just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and they will be one flock with one shepherd. <clears throat> the father loves me because I sacrifice my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily, for I have the authority to lay it down when I want to and also to take it up again, for this is what my Father has commanded. When he said these things, the people were again divided in their opinions about him. Some said, He's demon-possessed and out of his mind. Why listen to a man like that? Others said, This doesn't sound like a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? All right. So, um, what do we learn about God or about Jesus in this passage? So, um, I noticed a couple of things. Um, well, there's lots of things about him in here, but um, two that jumped out at me, just that Jesus is really compassionate, um, that he explained what he was talking about when they didn't understand. Um, so, like, he, in, you know, it's verses one through five, that he is talking about the gate and the thief and all that. And he's like, oh, they didn't, they didn't understand. So I'm going to explain it. And I just thought that was really compassionate. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that stood out to me was just how he loves his sheep so much. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being willing to, to lay down his life for the sheep, um, especially in comparison to the hired hand who would just run away or it's only, is only in it for the money. Um, yeah, and Jesus knows his sheep and cares for his sheep. Um, yeah, that's what jumped out at me. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. What about you, Lori? Well, the whole thing kind of jumped out to me because, like, it's 
all talking about who God is. Yeah. Um, but so just like like a little summary, like what like really it was, but um, God knows us um, and he saves us. He heals, he protects us. Um, but ultimately the big thing that stuck out to me was he lays his life down for us because that's just, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that he would do that for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, that's something that uh, kind of jumped out to me just it, the when Jesus said he voluntarily sacrificed his life that more specifically no one could take it from him. Mm-hmm. As we're reading through John, um, there's been many times and will be too where the Pharisees say and or there's a comment made and they plotted to kill him because of what he said. Um, you know, he committed blasphemies in their, my, their eyes, so they should have killed him. Um, but ultimately, they would not have been able to unless Jesus uh, gave down his life. And so, again, that just kind of um, speaks even more about his sacrifice for us um, because it wasn't like he was crucified because he wasn't strong enough to resist them. He was crucified because he wanted to be. He wanted to die for us. Um, so I like I like that part. Um, so a little insight into my youthful thoughts about this passage. When I was younger, I thought verse 16 um, was a passage that proved there was life on other planets um, because <laughs> it says, you know, there's other sheep who are not in this um, sheep. Now I'm losing the place. Um, so I have other sheep, too, that are not in this sheepfold, and I must bring them also. So I figured, well, that must mean there's life on other planets because, <laughs> you know, if he has to bring other than... The the humans here. But what he's really <laughs> referring to is the Gentiles. And so, again, um, this kind of gives a, a little sneak peek into what will happen um, with, like in Acts and the, the disciples after Jesus goes back to heaven, that they then start to reach out to the Gentiles. So uh, he, his sacrifice was not just for the Jews, um, but it was for all people. So, What about um, humans? What does this say about humans? Um, I'd say humans, they're slow to believe or, like, understand. Like, mm-hmm. it took them a while, too. But, I mean, like, we talked about, like, the Pharisees, mm-hmm. like, this is, like, this is completely new to them because, like, they were taught something else. But, um, but, like, Jesus was talking in, like, metaphors and, like, um, but, like, he had to, they were still confused after that. So, um, he had to, like, rephrase it and, um. So, yeah, it just shows that, yeah, humans are slow to believe or, like, to understand. Yeah, like, at the passage ends up with people saying that, you know, when he said all these things of purpose, they were still, again, divided in their opinions mm-hmm. about him. Some said he was demon-possessed, some didn't. So, yeah, it's like, what What does he have to do? What yeah. does he have to say to <laughs> yeah. get through to them? So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jackie? Um, so, I was really focused on the... Um, the sheep hearing and knowing his voice. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what that said to me about us as humans is that we, it's possible for us to have an intimate relationship with God. Like we can know his voice and distinguish it from other voices. Um, I was just looking just now at the notes um, in, in my Bible um, about this part and it's worth, worth sharing. Um, So I want to read it here quick. This it's the notes for, Uh, verses three through five, it says, Jesus' sheep recognize his voice. A person's voice conveys more than words. It conveys intent. Sometimes it speaks warmth, comfort, and encouragement. Sometimes it provides a warning. And here's what I think is really cool too. Ancient Middle Eastern shepherds were known for calling each of their sheep by name. 
and each sheep would respond to its own name. Like, that's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. I didn't yes. know that. I mean, even just the fact that those shepherds would have names for all their sheep. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're spending time with them and, you know, they care about them so yeah. they would know their name. And so that just, I think that just gives even more weight and awesomeness to the, to Jesus being our shepherd and us being a sheep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep singing in my head the Camp Geneva Day Camp song. <laughs> I just want to be a sheep. Yes. Lori's singing it. But that's basically what it is. I just want to be a sheep. Ba 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 ba. Yeah. And so that was going through my head the whole time. But yeah, being being a sheep, but how cool it is that, that that's what it was for shepherds. Yeah. Um, according to what this says, that they knew the name of their sheep and the sheep heard their voice and knew the voice. Like and that like I want to be that kind of sheep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to have that close of a relationship yeah. that I know and have confidence yeah. that it's him. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, Lori? I very similar to that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I what I thought was interesting and, and Jackie read this in the patch about how there's intent in their voice in what they're saying too and and Jesus points out what his role was, his intent um, was to give a rich and satisfying life, um, a superabundance, a surplus of things. That's his role as the, as the good shepherd. But then he points out the the false shepherds, the ones that sneak in, are really thieves and robbers, and their um, purpose is seek and to kill and destroy. Um, but I think there's also a caution in there is that the sheep follow Jesus because they the shepherd because they know his voice. Well, if there's other voices. We, what are we doing to make sure we're learning the voice of our shepherd? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very easy to follow the voices of the world because they, they scream loud at us. And whether it's social media or what we see um, in the news or you know political conversations or whatever it happens to be, there's, there is the voice of the false prophet, um, the false shepherd is loud. So we have to be intentional about um, learning the voice of our shepherd. And that comes through prayer. It comes through um, studying the word. It comes through seeking wisdom from others. Um, it, but I don't think it comes just by passively going through life. We're, mm-hmm. we're, the, the other voices will drown the shepherd out in, unless we're intentional about that. So, Any other thoughts or parting wisdom or, or challenges for our listeners that either of you would like to share? I think just focusing on being close to him mm-hmm. that yeah. that we know his voice. Yeah. yeah. And and finding comfort too and knowing that he knows our name. Yeah. yeah that would be a good song. He <laughs> knows my name. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's see that's when Lori referenced musical snobs in her family, that's everything we do comes back to music or songs <laughs> and so mm-hmm. um whether it's sheep ba 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 or he knows my name. But anyways. Well, thank you for joining us today and again just know that you have a shepherd who knows your name, who calls you by name, um, and you can recognize his voice and follow his voice um, and live a rich and satisfying life. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.